Catalonia's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 383, May 14th, 2020. Boy, the kids were swimming on this day in 2013. I hope they were swimming on an aquaside, weed free beach. 98 degrees on this day in 2013, and as chilly as 32 degrees in 1907. And now, from the mayor's office, above the boathouse, on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. Yesterday at the start of the show, I was really hungry, and today at the start of the show, I'm watching or feeling the weather warm up, and I really want to ride. That means I've got to get a hold of the people at EcoFund Motorsports in downtown Forest Lake and pick up a new version of the Bintelli e-bike because my last one was a uh, an object of thievery huh. and is somewhere in the uh, Illinois area. Uh, you, you know, uh, EcoFund's closed. Not closed. They're about 90% shut down, but that isn't stopping the sales and service. You can call them and do a deal over the phone, or you can call them and make an appointment to get in and see your Bintelli e-bike, the Yamaha e-bikes, the motorcycles, the uh, side-by-sides and ATVs. And uh, Tim at EcoFun is also continuing to offer GLers preseason sale prices while in lockdown and free delivery in the Twin Cities area. Go to EcoFunMotorsports.com. Pick out what most intrigues you, do the deal, he deliver, delivers it to your house free, and you complete the paperwork right on site of your property. And then you can take off and go riding and listen to the podcast when you come home. EcoFun Motorsports in downtown Forest Lake on Highway 61, EcoFunMotorsports.com. Joe, also, they're on Instagram, and if mm-hmm. you look at some of the pictures of the very happy customers, young and old, it's a it's a fun uh, Instagram account to look at. It's EcoFun Motorsports. Boy, they're bellying up to the bars in Wisconsin. I'll say. Wow. <laughs> the, uh, was, the Wisconsin Supreme Court blocked, blocked Governor Tony Evers' safer at home order, and some bars didn't wait. They just, boom, they opened the door. It was a 4-3 to three decision. The state's Supreme Court ruled the Safer at Home order was invalid, saying the governor's administration overstepped its authority when Health Secretary Andrea Palm extended it to May 26. The order was thrown out, effective immediately. That lifts restrictions on bars, restaurants, stores, and social gatherings. And I'm looking at a picture here of a packed Nick's Bar in Platteville, Wisconsin. And uh, nobody held back. Similar scene in Andy's Pub and Grub in Oshkosh, where all it took was a simple Facebook post saying, we're opening, and the gang started pouring in. Was anybody jealous? <clears throat> in what sense? In the sense that people are celebrating. Would you want to be a part of that group or no? I have, uh, I have uh, uh, no, I miss the ambiance of some bars, but I have no uh, urgent need to go to a bar. I'm, I'm fine. I agreed. I when I saw the video at first, I thought there's no way in hell I would want to be at that bar right now today. The Tavern League, the Tavern League of Wisconsin, which had been pushing for bars to reopen, told its members bars could open immediately. However, local governments can still impose their own stay-at-home restrictions. The state's two largest counties, Milwaukee and Dane, uh, Dane would include Madison 
have already issued their own versions of the Safer at Home order, which will be in effect for at least the next week. And I suppose what what we'll have to look for here is, God forbid, they get a big spike in cases. Jeez, I mean, you know that- who you know who should you know who should do the uh, the COVID nineteen warnings for for the country? Who's that? Uh. <laughs> Who do you what? got? Who's uh, who's on your oh, mind? What's who's on deck? Who you got? Think, I forgot his think name. Hard. Uh, think McDonald. Hard. Rhymes with cranky. Ronald. Ron- no. Ronald McDonald. Old McDonald at a farm. E-I-E-I-O. Frankie McDonald. There you go. Yeah. You know it's somewhere up there. Yeah. In that- get your Chinese food ready. COVID's coming. You got to hide. Quit yelling at Maybe he has. Maybe he has. Play, play me some Frankie. You want to hear some Frankie? This is the guy that should be trotted out for every COVID update. This is Frankie McDonald, my own TV station, live in Sydney, Nova Scotia. Typhoon Fawn Fawn is now headed towards Philippines on Friday, May 15th, 2020. It's going to bring up to 100 plus millimeters of rain. Winds are going to be really, really strong. Mm-hmm. That's going to cause big, huge waves crash on beaches and shores. It's going to bring <laughs> damage to winds. It's going to be so powerful. Okay, okay, okay. There would be pandemonium if he was doing those updates. What, what if What if he was on CNN every day at 9 a.m.? We now go to the press briefing at the White House. Friday, May 15, 2020. Take shelter, cover up! I would watch though every I day. I would watch. You gotta buy masks. You gotta have day. masks and rubber gloves, and you gotta put alcohol on your hand. But yeah. don't use beer. Make sure. You- yeah, that'd be awesome. Oh, you know, it'd be wonderful. The best part of his reports, which are usually about two to three minutes long, and I'll post this to the GL Facebook page for those to enjoy, is when he gets the Roycey-like gas attack halfway oh, through yeah. a sentence. That's my favorite part of his reports. <laughs> yeah, because he's a professional. He tries to hold it back. Well, our governor spoke last night, and we've switched from a uh, stay-at-home order to a stay-safe Minnesota order. So what does that mean? What does that mean? What activities are we now allowed? Uh, Well, we can uh, gather with friends and family, which finally makes my household legal uh, in groups of 10 or fewer people. Oh, I hope Governor Walls gives you a citation. Well, the CP, you know, she's CP's the one who says to me, why don't you pay more attention to science and quit paying attention to any conspiracy theories? This is all about science, and you know damn well it's all about science. Then how come you right. get 15 people over here every week getting a free meal? Huh? Will you tell me that? <laughs> you explain that to me? That's different. I know those people. Well, what They're the hell bubble, difference does that make? They're in my bubble. <laughs> I know those. Uh, trying to be nicer to her. Trying to be nice. How's that program going? Yeah, like Operation Try Nice. Yeah. Uh, campers from the same household are allowed to set up in remote and dispersed campsites. Uh, private and public campgrounds remain closed to recreational camping. Retail stores, malls, and Main Street businesses are allowed to reopen for in-person shopping, although they must have a safety plan in place and can only operate at 50% capacity. Day camps going to go ahead. Overnight camps still prohibited. Small one-on-one or one-on-two-person guided and instructional activities, such as fishing, birding, or outdoor fitness, are allowed. What stays closed? You ask. What stays yeah, closed? What stays closed? Yeah. Gyms, what, what? gyms, bars, restaurants, salons, and barbershop. Don't you wish that would apply to the political salon? Man, I wish they'd close. Theaters. 
So uh, Walls has directed his staff to assemble guidance on how Minnesota can safely reopen bars, restaurants, and barbershops and salons beginning June 1st. And that's fairly positive, isn't it, considering this is Positive Thursday? Uh, Yeah, Uh, yeah, okay, you can squeeze that one in, sure. Uh, Well, I'm I'm going to because uh, it's really about all we got, isn't it? How strange a disease is this, uh, and this is positive, a 113-year-old woman thought to be the oldest woman in Spain, has said she feels fine after surviving a brush with the coronavirus. Her name is Maria Brañas. She was born March 4, 1907, and she uh, says, in terms of my health, I am fine. Uh, She recovered after a mild case of COVID-19. Her battle started shortly after her family visited her on March 4 to celebrate her 113th birthday. She was she was born in San Francisco, the United States, where her mm. dad was a journalist back in the days when you could stru- uh, trust the institution of journalism. <laughs> uh, over the course of her long life, she has survived two world wars as well as the 1918 flu pandemic. Uh, two of the home, uh, two of the residents in the uh, senior home where she lives have died, and uh, but she came through it. It's just an amazing. It's an amazingly quirky virus that it can take apart perfectly healthy 30-year-olds, and yet we get numerous stories of these centigenarians who continue to uh, flourish after surviving bouts of it. And, uh, Again, more power to them. it all comes down to that immune system. Everybody's different, and there's no, there's no playbook for it. Have you followed, uh, we've brought him up before, Nick Cordero, the Broadway guy. Yes. Mm-hmm. He has awakened from unconsciousness. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine he's going to have much of a life. I hope he does. Uh, He's going to be a little surprised to learn that he's lost a leg uh, during his unconsciousness. He's going to be surprised to learn that his lungs developed holes in them. I I don't know if that could be repaired. I'm I'm, I'm imagining it must be able to. Otherwise, how could you live? Right? Well, yeah, but I mean, if he could, if he comes back completely, there's still roles for him that he could play well, i'm not i wasn't worried about his broadway acting career I'm, I'm just wondering if he can function as a normal human being after being under that long yeah, and yeah. and being so uh, uh deprived of his awareness and what have you but he opened his eyes and is responding to commands yeah. well, that's in and of itself a miracle may i tell you about another miracle yeah he's got a he's got a long battle but remember we got Pirates of Penzance. He could be, uh, he's probably be a great pirate somewhere down the road. Rook, there. Rook, 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 Rook. Jesus. See, Jesus. Kenny, are you making some noise with your microphone? So he, no, it's not me. I'm what is here that? Quietly. No, seriously. It's you. Have, no, no, it's not. In it's, fact, I'm even in a different chair today. How do you like yeah, that? Yeah, I don't hear any squeaks. Yeah, because it got to be it, too bad. It's, Joe, it's always you. Always you. Speaking of miracles. Uh, <laughs> No, the, the, seriously. Now, damn it, it's happening again. Rook, are you making a noise with I'm the? Not, no, I'm. I'm sitting here. Uh, Reavers can witness that. Hold I'm, on, everybody, be quiet for three seconds. Let's find out what it is. Mosquito. Darn it! How'd they get in here? Rook. Yes. <laughs> you weren't here the other day. Okay. Rook. God, I love you. Rookie, yeah. Will you focus and listen to me? I'm listening. No, you're not. I can tell. Still seeing that guy. I mentioned the other day, Rook, that I'm visited every day by a cardinal. I have seen it today, and I, I said, 
or, or Kenny, of all insensitive, irascible, cold-hearted fools, told me, <laughs> well, that means you're being visited by the soul of a departed loved one. And, of course, it being Kenny, I said, B as in B, yeah, S as in we S. We both dismissed yeah, him. Yeah. He said, look it up. Doesn't believe a word I I'm with ever. Kenny. It's true. Yes, it's now, true. Now, get this. Get this. For the last two days, I've been watching a Blue Jay rustle with a piece of string on a branch outside the window I'm looking through. It's a string one of the girls hung up to, for, uh, to make a swing for Barbie. And this Blue Jay uh, has succeeded now in stealing that piece of string. He worked at it for two days. So I looked up Blue Jay. That is when you are visited by a soul from someone in hell. No. Blue Jay... <laughs> Cardinal's the good one. Blue Jays the bad one. Oh, no, I'm Let's screwed. See. Let's see. Who Blue Jays are. Sid Blue is J- still alive. Right. Uh, protection, fairness, and clarity. And they appeal to the intelligent. And they, uh, they are determined uh, creatures. And they are here for only good purposes. I did further research into the Cardinals. Uh it, their their symbolism is so strong that that's probably why cardinals in the church wear the red hats, and uh, so it took a it took a pandemic shutdown mm. to get me to have theological counsel right outside my window by a by a by a, a cardinal pecking at the ground, and all it is is solace. It's protection and safety and awareness and an assurance. Now I couldn't help myself. Because in the past, I have been at war with crows. So I looked up crows. And, of course, they have a bad rap. You know, a, a gathering of them is called a murder of crows. They, uh, they have the, the reputation of, of gloom, and yet they're probably one of the smartest birds on earth. No, they're, uh, they're the totem of the great leader that bring, uh, bring creation and encouragement and reminders to be mindful and appreciative. Are you all liking this lesson in orthonology? That's beautiful and very positive. And I've never had an office my whole life, and it's never bothered me not to have one. And lo and behold, uh, I now work out of an office, and uh, and I'm looking out the window, and I have learned more in the last two weeks about birds than I have in the previous century. And if you see a smoking cardinal, it might just be your mom. <laughs> we we did that. I asked him. Oh, uh, damn it! Back of Virginia Slims. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I saw the Cardinal today. Yep. And the uh, the the Blue Jay now uh, finally uh, having successfully pilfered the string as often as in his uh, his nest. And I want to. I'm going to get a pair of binoculars later and see if I can find the nest so I can tell the kid. Look, your string is up there. He's the great protector of your safety. Big day today, huh? Oh, that's exciting. Gives me a project. <laughs> Gives me a project. Oh, that's touching, Such. Touching. Well, it all started oh, you with were... you, you moron. Yeah, you brought it up, Kenny. While you were rambling on, I got to pontificating, and uh, I was thinking, you know, I get visited a lot by mud hens. I, I wonder what that means. So well, I look Googled, it up. Yeah, I Googled, up. what does it mean if you get visited by mud hens? And uh, believe it or not, uh, Urban Dictionary has oh, no. a few oh, God, meanings. Me. Oh, God, I'm help gonna, me. What is a mud hen? I'm going to leave the first meeting alone. I'm not going to touch that one. I'm not, not <laughs> going know. anywhere near it. But the last uh, of the three, the last definition, and this that is That noise is happening not, again. 
it's you. It's your it's your Kenny, microphone I'm on, on a, your headphone. No, it's not Kenny. Damn it! It's I'm not, not me. I, I am not. It's touching doing it anything. right now. I'm not touching. I'm not moving anything. I'm not touching anything, and I'm ten inches away from the microphone. Must be those stupid mosquitoes getting in here. I, are you hearing mosquitoes? Mud, mud hens. An extremely unattractive female, usually consisting of very frizzy hair, pale skin, hmm. an all-over dirt McGirt look, most likely called uh, uh, this. Most likely, this so-called mud hen will smell like ramen or instant mac and cheese. Uh, most likely, this person will also possess a cool Kool-Aid-stained shirt. Kenny, Kenny. Thank you for I, passing over the first definition. I just looked it up. Kenny, I was... Uh, I'm gonna. I'm leaving the show unless this noise is identified. I think I know it's what not, it is. I'm no. serious. It's your, it's no, your microphone. It's not everyone, me, everyone Kenny. Everyone be quiet. I think it's the newsman dialing in. I think it is, too. That's that's what I believe it is, because Kenny and John, for those of you listening at home or wherever you might be, John and Kenny, because they are operating at their <laughs> homes, they come in on the same uh, the same uh, uh, pod. Yeah. Yeah. So I, think that's, I think that's what I, it is. I, I, don't think it's, I don't think it's me dialing in because I've been in for five minutes at least. Yeah, I know, but and, it and happened I've had as my soon mic as off. you got connected. I had my mic off. Okay, so. here we go. <laughs> I'm going to mute my mic out. again. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye, Johnny. Should we, should we start over? <laughs> no. Yeah. Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Center. <laughs> no. Uh, have you seen the weekend temperatures? I have, yes. Have you seen the temperatures going into next week? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's swimming hole time. And if you own a swimming hole on... I'm not moving. It's not me. I'm going to pull it down. Here we go. Go ahead, Joe. Pull Kenny down and let's see if that's it. I just did. Because his hands shake. He he might not want to admit that. Where was I? Aquaside. Wow. If you've got a swimming hole. Or a pond. Swimming hole would be good yeah. for you, Rook. Natural pond. Swim. It's doing it again. Pull Rook down. Oh, no. Reeves? I just did. Is it just you and me? Yep. Okay, let's see what happens. Aquaside has been helping people maintain nice lake shores since 1956 with a complete line of lake and pond control products. Bring Rook back up. When I'm out on my afternoon pontoon ride on Spoon Lake, I can tell you who uses Aquaside because that's where all the kids are. Because those parents ponied up to keep that beach free of weeds, algae, and unwanted vegetation. Aquaside products are easy to use. They work right away. They're registered with the EPA and DNR. And they're completely safe for you, your family, and the fish. Even the lake detective will agree. So don't let weeds overtake your lake or pond this summer. Call them today. They'll identify your weed problem. And make sure your uh, place looks great all summer long. You can call them at one 800 328-9350 or go to aquaside.com there is no need to let your swimming summer be ruined by weeds and vegetation and algae aquaside our friends at aquaside will take care of it now i'm here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores sifting through the nuts and bolts of life 
Joe Cicero. And that's a man that should be taking a takeout from 30 Bales Restaurant in downtown Hopkins. Our friends Todd and Tom have been the longtime owners of that establishment. And yes, they have a specialized carryout menu for all of you GLers, Tuesday through Thursday, 3 to 7.30, Friday and Saturday, 11, to 11 a.m. to 8 p.m., and Sunday, 12 to 7. They are closed on Mondays, but that doesn't matter. But check this out, fellas. I just got this from Todd this morning. Uh, 30 Bales is a celebration of everything Midwestern cuisine has to offer. We're an upbeat, Joe, quit breathing into the microphone. We're an upbeat neighborhood restaurant bringing together bright personalities, bold recipes, clean ingredients, and craft spirits, and playing with the flavors that make the Midwest a place unlike any other. Online orders. Oh my God. Online orders back in the other studio can now be placed online at 30bales.com backslash eat, or you can still call 952-930-0369. I did takeout over the weekend for the fam. They have a wonderful menu, 30bales.com. I, Rook, I don't know if you heard this yesterday. I placed an order for the family size tachos, you know, the nachos with with tater tots. And um, you did not share. No, you are at (laughs) (laughs) pulled pork. Oh my god! It was it was wonderful. So I highly recommend that. But their burgers are wonderful, and uh, all of their menu items are available online. Thirtybales.com, and please let them know that you heard about it on the GL podcast. He's back. Hi, Joe. Hi. How are you? Pretty good. Here's Johnny Haight. It's, uh, you know, I had a little problems uh, hooking up today, but the five minutes of this show I've heard have been magic. Just magic. (laughs) Thanks, John. Uh, You know, I was thinking about that during the break. Uh, Such, would you say this is uh, your worst show ever or your best show ever? (laughs) (laughs) The best ever. The best ever. That a boy. I would like to say it's nice to have. All what is that us. now? No, rookie, don't mess with that rookie, me. Rookie, rookie. on the microphone. You, you know you what? You, you, you leaping <laughs> seven-year-old, you're Did driving you me nuts. Was there a clicking? Yes, there was a boom, 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 boom. All right. <laughs> Come on, everybody. The listeners expect more than this. That's Can't right. we all get along? Harumph. In the news, now I missed the first 10 minutes, so if I repeat anything, just yell at me. Uh, who when cares? None of us were paying attention, John. We have no idea. You think idea we know what, what the hell we talked about? about? <laughs> Wednesday evening, Governor Walls extending Minnesota's peacetime emergency declaration, but lifting the stay-at-home order. Uh, some restrictions will remain in place. Uh, it was set to expire on Wednesday. It gives the governor power to issue executive orders and close businesses. It will now run until June 12th. The stay-at-home order had been last extended through Monday. However, some small businesses have already said they would defy the governor's order if it was extended again. Walls announced the stay-at-home order will be allowed to expire Monday. A new order that eases restrictions will take effect. The order will allow people to go out and move freely without making an essential trip to places like doctor's appointments or a grocery store. Walls said people will also be able to gather with others in small groups of up to 10 people. And some retail businesses, like those in malls and Main Street businesses, will be allowed to reopen up to 50% capacity with some guidelines and plans in place. That would allow up to 37,000 more workers to return to work, according to the Minnesota Department of Employment and Economic Development. However, some businesses that have been shuttered, they will remain closed. That includes bars, restaurants, barbershops, salons, and fitness centers to reopen on June 1st. Nothing official yet. Those discussions will continue. I have a and question. Do you need a haircut? 
Yes. I have a question. Right. What is the difference, a serious question, what is the difference between going to a fully prepared salon or barbershop where the proprietor is uh, masked and taking every precaution and is sterilizing equipment and going to the dentist where the doctor is masked? Good question. I, I don't know. I, I just had a, uh, I had to go to Crutchfield for my rosacea, and it was a virtual uh, meeting, but then I still had to go there to go get the medicine at their place. So yeah. it completely defeated the purpose of having right. a Right, so why meeting. not just see me there with the mask on? I, I, don't, I can't answer that question, Joe. It's, they're very similar. And you're in the dental chair with the dentist and at least one assistant, both of whom are masked. Mm-hmm. You are not masked, but in a salon or a barbershop, not only could the stylist be masked, so could you. Mm-hmm. I don't get the difference. Did you guys happen to see the tweet sent out by um, <clears throat> Minnesota State Representative Steve Draskowski? No. He's not uh, happy with the governor. Ooh. He, yeah, he basically... Oh, is he a shoe store owner? Uh, well, we had him on. Yeah, I, I think he owns a shoe store. But he basically went after, well, what, you know, what gives you this right? It, I, it was very well thought out. I thought Steve made a couple of great points, basically saying how... Here, I'll read you the, the best line of the, of the tweet he sent out. But instead of going full speed in the wrong direction, Governor Walls has now opted to go half speed in the wrong direction. <laughs> well, you'll know in two weeks based on what's happening in Wisconsin. But So, okay, yeah. so let's say that the cases are going to go up, because obviously they are. The infections are going to go up. The cases are going to go up. Does that mean we're seriously going to shut everything down again? That's idiotic. Uh, my question I is, don't at, think so. but at what number? What is what is the number that we have to have spiked? Is it is it deaths? Or is it in people, the number infected? That's what we don't know. That's the unanswered question that we can't say, oh, now that it's ten grand, yep, it's spiked, we got to shut her down again. I don't know. Uh, did, you, did you guys talk about Wisconsin already? Yeah, but do it again if you want. Court ruling tossing Wisconsin stay-at-home order threw communities into chaos Thursday night. Uh, at Thursday morning, excuse me, as local leaders were forced to decide whether to issue their own restrictions or allow bars and restaurants to reopen amid the uh, coronavirus. The majority of the Wisconsin Supreme Court late Wednesday afternoon ruled the safer-at-home order from Governor Tony Evers was invalid, threw it out effective immediately. The order forces Evers to work with the legislature on a new plan, a process that might take weeks. The court ruling drawing praise from President Trump, who referenced a victory earlier in the week by a Republican congressional candidate in Wisconsin in a special election. He tweeted, the great state of Wisconsin, home to Tom Tiffany's big congressional victory on Tuesday, was just given another win. The Democrat governor was forced by the courts to let the state open. The people want to get on with their lives. The place is bustling. A lot of businesses didn't waste any time. Nick's Bar in Platteville, far southwest Wisconsin, posted a 30-second video late Wednesday, showed the bar teeming with people drinking, talking, and bobbing their heads to the music. Other parts of the state were clamping down, though. In Dane County, home to the capital of Madison, officials quickly imposed a mandate incorporating most of the statewide order. And in Milwaukee, city officials said a stay-at-home order they enacted in late March will remain in effect. Minnesota Senate passed the statewide Tobacco 21 bill, which would raise the sale age of tobacco to 21 throughout the state. 
The bill passed in the House on Saturday, meaning it will now go to Governor Walz for his signature, raising the state tobacco sale age to 21 now aligns Minnesota with the federal tobacco age. The goal of Tobacco 21, reduce the access to tobacco products, which would prevent addiction and save lives, according to supporters. Supporters say they hope that raising the tobacco age will help the state reverse rising teen vaping. Do you think that's going to be effective or business as usual? I have no idea, but John... Yes. Uh, re- revisiting Wisconsin, uh, I would imagine this means the coffee grounds is now back open. They're open. Yeah, right. They're a bar and restaurant. Yeah, yeah, I'll give them yeah. a call. Yeah. Looks like I got a route home. Yeah. What's well, a great? It's a great. <laughs> the coffee grounds is a great weekend, uh, one day road trip. It's a great road it trip. It really is. I drove yep. out there last year once yeah. and spent. Boy, three four hours. You can go. You can go out north of uh, ninety four and come back south of ninety four and go through some beautiful farmland and small towns. Oh, Claire and Carver, <laughs> let's check her out. Oh, get home about midnight. <laughs> <laughs> Federal agent seizing a cell phone belonging to a prominent senator on Wednesday night as part of the Justice Department's investigation into controversial stock trades that he made as the coronavirus first hit the United States. Senator Richard Burr, a Republican of North Carolina, chairman of the Senate Intelligence Committee, turned over his phone to agents after they served the search warrant on the lawmaker at his house in the Washington area. Get to the bottom of this creep. The seizure represents a significant escalation in the investigation into whether Burr violated a law preventing members of Congress from trading on insider information that they've gotten from their official work. Burr sold a significant percentage of his stock portfolio in 33 different transactions on February 13th, just as his committee was getting daily coronavirus briefings. This is lock this lock this guy up. Oh, I thought you were going to swear there for a minute. Close. Burr and other senators received briefings from U.S. public health officials before the sales. Burr's sell-off, which was publicly disclosed in ranges, amounted to between uh, $630,000 and $1.72 million. My goodness. Mm-hmm. Cool fundraiser, uh, Stand for Minnesota. 24-hour fundraiser begins at 12.01 a.m. Friday. Uh, so that would be 12.01, not tonight, but you know what I mean. I think so. People- to help people struggling to pay basic bills during the pandemic. People who want to help are asked to donate between $1 to $10 by texting STAND for MN to 76278. Money would go to help people in danger of disconnection of utilities and eviction from rentals as COVID-19 restrictions ease. The effort is a partnership between nonprofits, the 30 Days Foundation, PRISM, and the Angel Foundation. So One we had a guy... Uh-huh. Oh, sorry, John. Uh, delay okay. again. We we had a we had a guy spending uh, the weekend in his really really battered minivan just down the street from us uh, last weekend. He'd start that thing up every thirty minutes or so. Didn't have a muffler on it. Didn't have a windshield on it. Just had plastic, Ooh. clear plastic for a windshield, and then he had blankets uh, over the rest of the windows. Yeah, it was uh, pretty tough. Nobody really called him in. Everybody just left him alone. You know, we're just kind of looking at him and going, oh, boy, there by the grace of God. You know, this is tough on folk. One other problem the coronavirus is causing in Mexico, uh, they're not being able to make any beer. Oh, no. Well, that's causing people to drink adulterated alcohol, and that, of course, is causing... Yeah, death. Sickness. Oh, my God. More than 100 people in Mexico have died from drinking this. The potentially fatal bootleg alcohol has dangerous substances like methanol. 
It's being distributed as breweries like Heineken and Grupo Modelo have suspended production in line with government directives to halt non-essential activities. Local authorities are launching investigations to try and identify suppliers. That's almost the uh, the soundbite that I'm trying to desperately find. Uh, because of coronavirus, you will have to quarantine, or A, you will have to quarantine with your wife and child, or B, 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 B. <laughs> I don't care what it is, I'm drinking it. <laughs> A 113-year-old woman, thought to be the oldest woman in Spain, has said she feels fine after she survived a brush with coronavirus. Yeah, we had this story. You did? Yeah. Okay, let me, let me go when? by Maria then. Oh, for God's sakes, Kenny. When did we have that story? Oh, this like morning, three, right? weeks ago? Ten minutes ago, it was a ray of hope. Yeah. Oh, like I said. Whoops. Who, who is listening? <laughs> Back to that Kenny. rattling noise. Right. Oh. You want me to go back in the other room? I hear Skeeters. No. Oh, a no. Michigan man. <laughs> I missed that. I'm yeah, glad. That's okay. Yeah. That's okay. A Michigan man is. Let me let me dark. interrupt everybody. Yeah, let me interrupt yes, everybody uh-huh. because yeah. we serve yeah. all yeah. GLers. This is an email with the headline: "Go to hell, Joe." Dear Joe, dear Joe, I've listened to you since September of 1996. I have disagreed with things you have said over the years, but we all have different opinions about things, and I can still act like adults. That's what makes us GLers. On Wednesday's show, you said that Grunhoffers has the best and safest meat around and that grocery stores are running out of meat. Well, I'm here to tell you that in 27 years of being a meat cutter, I have never worked so hard to take care of my customers and community and make sure they have what they need. I haven't taken a day off in a month when I'm not at the store working 14 hours, six days a week on a 45-hour salary. I'm out at the local farmer trying to help them salvage what they can. I butchered 33 hogs last weekend and we'll be doing groups of 16 every weekend for the foreseeable future. We take care of our communities and we do it in the safest manner possible. Stop bashing grocery meat departments and your constituents in Garage Logic. Sincerely, Kurt Esty. I Kurt, God bless you and I, I appreciate your work. I have not bashed grocery stores. I have merely said if your grocery store is out of the meat you need, try Grunhofer's. Yeah. That's what I've said. That's basically right. the message. Not bash yeah. any supermarkets. No. So Footage. go to hell, Kurt. Yay. Rookie <laughs> no, here I'm for kidding. Kurt's Don't go to hell. Yeah, yeah. Kurt's mar- meat market, what do you got? Let's do the same thing <laughs> with Grunhofer. Let's go. <laughs> this time Footage I'm getting a cut of the rookie. Well, mix. he's referring to Grunhofer's old-fashioned meats at the north end of Hugo sure. on Highway 61, and I've merely said over the past couple of weeks or since the uh, start of COVID that if you are finding supply problems, it's your local mark, not Kurt's. Uh, and head to Grunhofer's and see if he can't take care of you. It's become the Garage Logic go-to place for brats, burgers, patties, sliders, you name it. Hey, by the Grilling- way, Joe, I, yes. I do mean to interrupt. The uh, rookie burgers <laughs> that you bought that Reavers never got to me, yeah. he did deliver, and I ate them on the grill. I grilled them up last night, and they are the best ever. Yes. So those were mine. Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. But it's right. kind of well, like the eco thing. I wanted yeah. it, so I just took it. Yeah. I'm glad you enjoyed it. That's from Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats on Highway 61 in Hugo. There you go. Continue, Johnny. Yeah. And uh, good luck, Kurt. A, to I mean that sincerely. John, how, but, that I, how, I, how long of a delay I, is John on? Well, huh? How hello? long of a delay is John on? Hello? Just Can't say. you hear me? Yeah, we're good. Okay. Uh, I was just going to amplify your point, Joe. Some grocery stores uh, have limits. On what okay. you can buy meat-wise. So well, maybe Kurt doesn't. So In fact, you Kurt, you should have told us where your market is. You would have got one hell of a plug. Uh-huh. All right. Footage from a funeral home in Indonesia shows 
Ooh. a corpse appear to wave from the oh, casket. Have you guys seen this video? No. I did. Yeah. I have. It's haunted. Yeah. But although it's I quite- I suspect that it might be a tad fake, but that's all right. It sounds like a fake to me. Yeah. You like, think you everything's want? fake. I do. You're right. <laughs> the eerie okay, moment The eerie moment caught on camera May 5th as the family gathered to say a final farewell to their loved one in the city of Madado. The footage shows what appears to be a hand moving under the coffin's glass panel as a priest reads prayers during the services. The priest says, God has said in the book of John, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, he will live even though he is dead. It was then that what was believed to be the deceased person's hand appears to wave or touch the lid of the coffin. Hi, how you doing? (laughs) No one noticed it when it happened, but others pointed it out when the clip was shared on social media. Experts debunked the theory that the corpse was still kicking, saying simple rigor mortis was to blame. The condition in which the body stiffens during later stages of decomposition can cause the corpse to move, according to the Central Queensland University. You know, think about this, Such. This could be, this could be the ultimate joke. Instead of getting cremated, you should make arrangements ahead of time with the funeral parlor to attach mechanical rods <laughs> under your arm yeah. that can be run by remote control. So when somebody would step to your open casket, your Kenny. arm would... Yeah, yeah Kenny. Joe. Yeah, yeah Joe. sick human being. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I thought it was hilarious. No, it's just you're a sick human being. That's In why Florida, I'm going to make sure my dad is cremated because he has guaranteed me that um, if he's in a coffin, he is going to wink at me no matter what, even if he has to go straight to hell See, after that. That's what, I, that's what I'm saying. I'm right with you. there. Right I'm going to burn the hell out of you, Dad. Wow. wow. In Florida. You're all, you're all despicable. Oh. Yes, thank you. Okay. The Polk County Sheriff's Office trying to identify a man who was caught on surveillance video attacking another customer. It happened at a liquor store in Lakeland. According to deputies, the attack stemmed from the suspect getting upset because the victim didn't thank him for holding the door open. Oh, victim who was seen in video released by the sheriff's office wearing a tan-colored hat told deputies he walked into the liquor store while the suspect held the door open. The suspect, who was seen wearing a black and gray shirt and a black hat, then reportedly asked, you don't say thank you to people who hold the door open for you? The victim said he then responded saying thank you. But Polk County Sheriff Grady Judd said that apparently wasn't enough because the suspect, who was originally a gentleman, started jawing back and forth. The two men are seen in the video walking to different parts of the store after the initial confrontation. But deputies say the victim claims the suspect then continued to express his anger from another aisle. According to the victim, the suspect told him, I'll kick your ass if you say another word. The victim told deputies, deputies, uh, the victim told deputies he replied by saying another word. Get it? He was being Oh, clever. Oh. That's when the deputies say the suspect quickly approached the victim and started attacking. The surveillance video shows the suspect repeatedly hit the victim. The third man who was in the store with the suspect eventually was able to pull the suspect away. Uh, Police say they are still looking for the man where was this a lakeland florida uh our our where do we file this under our nerves getting frayed 
Has that guy, I wonder if that guy who did the attack, has he ever uh, posted anything to GL on Facebook? Specifically John Heights? <laughs> well, wow. it started with you, so you just don't have Facebook to read it. So I, I'm blissfully unaware. They can rip me all they want. I don't care. Uh, and they will. Uh, I do think it is a bit of hostility. <laughs> I, I guess I'm personally noticing that more when you're out and about. That people I are, still haven't noticed it. Are you serious? Okay. I still haven't noticed it. Well, and hopefully <laughs> it will somewhat calm down now that we're somewhat opening up starting on Monday, but I have noticed that people are much more hostile than they normally are. I, know, I notice the hostility more at home right now. Um, speaking I of- am getting stink eye in my car where I don't wear a mask and I'll be at a red light and pedestrians cross wearing masks and they do glare at me. But, but you're in uh, your car. Yeah, you're not but I'm in my car. I'm not, yeah. I'm not with anybody. Exactly. So, yeah. uh, the, no um, the angst is getting to... Uh, to, to Gramps, uh, my own father has just put on Facebook, and he, I think he thinks it's sending to all of Facebook, not just his seven friends. <laughs> Why, Walls, can they perform electrics, elective surgeries, and I can't see my dentist? They are opening bodies. My old man's got a, uh, he bit into some peanut brittle, and on his dentures, he's missing a tooth. He's, so when he smiles, oh, he gosh. looks like Billy Bob. Oh, and, no. Uh, I, I, I did a little drop for him earlier this week, and, oh. and he smiled. I said, Dad, I don't think you should smile. You better get to a dentist. I rookie, the dentists are open. My uh, gramps will be happy. Bob will be very happy. But I love how, because this is not the first time he's done this, but I love the fact that your dad thinks, I'm going to pen this to the world. He's got, he's nope, got seven dad. followers. Yeah, it's going it's, to seven people that follow it's you. going to Russia. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, angst, uh, because of all this, uh, there was a woman in the United Kingdom. Uh, she went viral. You know why? 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 She posted, she posted why, that she... Nine weeks ago, when she first uh, left work, she had left a banana in her desk, and yep. she was worried about it. That went viral. Wow. Uh, Mahari Louise Brennan, she's in Glasgow, Scotland, had mm. an anxiety-riddled realization that she left the fruit inside a desk door for safekeeping <laughs> before the pandemic brought work to a halt. She wrote on Twitter in a post that went viral, knowing there's a banana in my desk door at work, which has been there since a week before lockdown, is making me feel anxious. Users on Twitter had some fun with her fear. She eventually headed back to work to check in on the banana. That yeah. went viral. That went that viral. went viral. The world and is it ending. Was, about, it was old and ugly and black. So, how about yeah. one more randomly selected uh, shout out from Bob? I would love to hear the rock in Hollywoods. How can you contact them? <laughs> what? what? I don't know. I, this is just. I'm looking oh. at his feed, and I think my dad's gone nuts. Yeah, you know what I picture? What every time I hear these oh, stories, because wow. I love them, and most of the time, you know, you would just share these with me when we'd be in a commercial. Who break. knows where Tina A is? Right. I, you remember in the scene from The Office where Creed, they, yeah, he was created a blog, which was basically just a blank Word document on his computer yeah. desk because yeah. right. no one wanted anything he had to say to get out there. That's all I'm That's picturing right with your old man. Oh my God. <laughs> In California, a man from Roosevelt, California, arrested after a bizarre home invasion. Police say 28-year-old James Nunley II is suspected of sneaking into a family's home and taking a bath while they were home before being discovered and later arrested. Well, how big was the house that they didn't notice him if they were home? Although police are not releasing exactly which neighborhood it happened in, Placer County Sheriff's Office said it took place early Wednesday morning. At the time, the victims, a family, were putting their child to sleep. 
That's when deputies believe Nunley entered the home through an unlocked door. He then hid in the home for a short while, and according to deputies, he used the family's bathroom to take a bath. Later, as he left that bathroom, he was caught by one of the victims, ran out of the house. But a short time later, he was caught by deputies, arrested for burglary, and booked in the South Placer County Jail. However, the sheriff's office says Nunley was later found to be put on probation, meaning that he now will be ineligible to be bailed Mm. out. Was this Florida, Jen? Uh, That was California, I see. Uh The hair cutter on Facebook may be bogus. I ordered one, was charged, and never got it. The 800 (laughs) number for shipping is not working. Beware. So he's also doing public service announcements. But the fact that he was going to order a cutter and cut his own hair is just unbelievable. (laughs) So Facebook did him a favor. Follow Bob Mikulski on Facebook. I love the thought from the desk of Bob Mikulski. This, he should go national. You should be retweeting these, bro. Oh, my God. You should be oh, retweeting I'll these. Share, I'll share one. Oh, my God. That's funny. No, put them on Twitter so I can see them. Okay. Oh. A Michigan man is facing charges after officials say he tweeted a bomb threat to the FBI's official Twitter profile. Oh. The tweet was sent out May 11th from user account at JT616K. The user threatened to detonate 10 bombs and said that the FBI had until 8 o'clock to find him. Bomb. That was your best pronunciation ever of that word. Thank you. I appreciate that. I've been working. I've been practicing while Mm -hmm. I've been sitting in my house. Mm -hmm. According to the Detroit News, investigators traced the user's cell phone to 20-year-old Joseph Todd Kowalczyk, I think. I'd I'd have to consult with Rook on that. It ends in C-Z-Y-K. Yes, yes. Check Kowalczyk. He lives in Parkway Village Mobile Home Park in Clinton Township. The uh, following day, agents contacted Kowalczyk, who reportedly told agents that he was testing the government. He was upset with the FBI's response time to his threats. The FBI agent wrote in the court filing, furthermore, he claimed he did not intend to carry out any acts of violence against anyone. He said he didn't own any weapons or explosive devices. He said it was just a test and promised he wouldn't post anything further. He continued tweeting about and taunting the FBI throughout the day before he was eventually arrested on Tuesday. Got him stacked up there, Joe. Yeah, I can hear him. I can hear him. Kowalczyk was charged with transmitting a threat to injure or a criminal charge punishable by up to five years in prison. How about one more, Johnny? One more. I was afraid. How about one more? Make it a good one, Johnny. Was he talking about a Facebook post? I think maybe he was talking about another Bob Mikulski Facebook post. (laughs) Another Bob Mikulski. I I don't. uh, If you're done, Johnny, you're done. If you're done, Johnny, you're done. I'm I'm out of stories. 28 pages. 28 pages of stories there. (laughs) Whatever, dude. Thanks, Johnny. It's always great yeah. to hear from you, John. I'm going to start posting things about Kenny on Facebook. Please do. Have at it, buddy. I don't blame you. Where can right. I get a fryer cookbook? <laughs> <laughs> May 2nd at 10.09 p.m. You're making this up. I'm no. not. Honest no, to God. I know he's not because he's shown me these posts, and we'll just start laughing when you know, you're know. And, and does he think this is going out to 100,000 people? He yes. thinks it's to the universe. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> nobody answers but them. No. The only people that can see him are your family. Right. Yeah. He's followed by five people. <laughs> Dude, you need to start a whole separate Facebook account. Yeah, I think I are should. You, I mean, uh, not Facebook, Twitter account, because this could be a big hit. I just, I just t- uh, cut and paste. I will. Yeah, yeah. My dad says, you know, 
Hey, guys. Yes, sir. Take a break. Okay. Word. <laughs> Fender Bender Mender, Mike Schoonover, third generation body shop man of Schoonover Body Works and Glass on uh, E on Lexington. Is that right, Mike? That is correct, in Shoreview. Uh, right. Okay, you heard Mike's on the line, and I know, Mike, you're expecting to give us some sort of good news about something, uh, but today I have good news for you. And Mike, if you actually paid attention to my Twitter account, you'd already know what I'm about to say. Can you guess? Fender benders are back in style. Yes, they Ooh. are, baby. Well delivered. <laughs> yes. Nice, Mike. <laughs> I've been seeing more and more in the past, this week especially, we're getting two, three, four crashes a day, and all of them minor, all of them from, you know, not paying attention. I haven't seen, well, there have been a few massive overnight wrecks, but uh, the small fender benders are back in style as more people hit the road. Are you ready? Oh, I was born ready, Kenny. We're what are you guys doing at the what are you doing at the shop well we're in a little bit of a uh you know uh with everything going on with other businesses and stuff uh i got a little bit of angst because uh uh we have more business coming in and i i made the brilliant decision to think that this would be a good time to uh polish our our shop floor so uh <laughs> so we, we 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 took away three quarters of our space, and and all of a sudden the business is increasing. And but it's all good stuff. It's all it's all good stuff. So so have, you are make you're you're making repairs while uh, still refurbishing the floor. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. All right. But all right. uh, but yeah. So we're looking forward to uh, we're looking forward to the backside of this and getting everybody back on the road and getting everybody back to work and opening their businesses and and. Uh, and fixing those, uh, mending those those uh, those fenders that, again. So wait fenders. a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. It's Rook here. So what you're telling me is you're polishing up the floor where you could eat off of that thing, only to have it all messed up full of paint and grease, and what's the purpose? <laughs> Rook, I, you know what, Rook, talk to, talk to Joe. He, he understands. You don't. <laughs> okay, I got you. I'm, I'm out. I'm out. Positive Thursday, Mike. Thanks. Yep. <laughs> You're right, Mike. There is there is no explaining that to somebody like Matt. That those was very repairs suits like too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, those repairs you get at Schoonovers. Uh, the Schoonover promise to GLers and actually to all customers is that those repairs, when made, guaranteed for as long as you own the vehicle, eighty years and counting, and always rated as the number one body shop in town or close. Uh, thank you, GLers, for keeping them busy. When it comes to body shops, we all have a choice. Our choice at GL SchoonoverBodyWorks.com. I sound really good today, don't I, Such? <laughs> Yeah. Hey, Rookie, you want to a, clean, ex- a clean floor yeah. is a clean job. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Okay. Hail the flashlight king. Hail you. Hail you. If yesterday's dire Minnesota prediction of up to 29,000 deaths is true, that would extrapolate to over 1.5 million Americans in the same period. The U.S. daily death rate would have to rise to over 5,000 per day and stay there for 10 months. That's not the current trend. The most recent update from the CDC is around 150,000. The U of M must know something the rest of us don't. The University of Iowa predicts a max of 1,700 deaths for Iowa. 
Since completely reopening on May 1st, Georgia has seen a steady decline of daily deaths, daily reported cases, and daily hospitalizations, according to a news story by 11 Alive Atlanta TV. Here is the link. And I read the link. This is from Keep Pushing Back Mole. And uh, let's see what this one says. Just a minute. Uh, uh, Oh, I know you love nature shows, and I just watched one of the best I've ever seen, Spy in the Wild on PBS. They made robot animals with a camera in their eyes. You have to check it out. That's from Tim. I did watch that. I watched two episodes of it last night. I thought it was fantastic. Uh, And here's another one from uh, Charles. How about the PBS miniseries Spy in the Wild? Good stuff if you haven't seen it yet. Do you know about this show, you guys? Uh-uh. No, no. I have a, I have a question. I, I have a question. Are we, uh, are we recording this? Are we taping right now? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. They'll uh, imagine the, imagine the best makeup artists in Hollywood, uh, creating a lizard, and then they put a camera and a, and a robotic mechanism in the lizard. Then they put the lizard in with a family of real lizards, and so you get the, uh, you get the lizard's eye look of the lizard family. Of the lizard community, uh, now imagine they do the same thing with a, uh, you know, a koala bear, and then you get the whole, uh, whole koala. Bear you get the thing there. I got you. <laughs> You're, uh, oh yeah, you got, you know what? You got it's her. Super fascinating. Uh, hold on. Well, look at this now. Joe writes. <laughs> okay. Maybe it was just me, but I keep picturing Frankie McDonald because the style of delivery he used. He wants Frankie, like we do, to deliver the coronavirus updates. Okay. Yeah, Uh, we need our own guy is what we need. Joe, you have been a supporter of Walls since day one. I agree. Walls did not want this, and that in the initial phases... Uh, took prudent actions. I would expect that last night's ridiculous statements have convinced you this is not practical, not logical, and definitely political. Let's set irrational, emotional, fear-mongering aside and look at facts. As of yesterday, Minnesota reported 693 deaths. For this discussion, we will accept all are legitimately COVID-19 caused. The low end of the model we are expected to believe is that there will be more than 1,000 in May. Really? Let's examine this. We are told, and I accept, that 80% of the deaths are in long-term care facilities. The weakest among us are dying, and it's tragic. But how in God's beloved name are we to accept a model that states 150% more deaths will occur in the next two and a half weeks than cumulatively occurred in the previous two and a half months, knowing full well that 98% of the population is not at risk for grave illness? Secondly, the model shows at least 29,000 deaths by the end of the year. Let's analyze this. New York has a little over 20,000 deaths to date. The low end of the production is stating we will have 130% of the deaths of New York in the next six and a half months. If we were to continue on the same death rate through the end of the year we have today, it would be less than 2,000. Note the most vulnerable have been hit hard already. In order to hit 29,000, our rate must jump 15-fold. Really? Is this even remotely possible? Uh, Why wouldn't walls tighten the restrictions then versus lessen them? Last comment, and again, facts, not fear. South Dakota, which never shut down, has seen 4.5 deaths per 100,000 residents. 
Minnesota has seen 12.4 deaths per 100,000 residents. Based on the model, if we adopt a South Dakota policy, our rate would jump to nearly 25 deaths per resident. Please, sir, reconcile this for me. Uh, I can't. I, 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 that's from Dan. I, I, you, you know that I'm more than willing to believe that I, I'm not uh, uh, entitled to be in the world of, of mathematics. It's no. just not, it's just no, not where no, I should no, be. No. Just not where I should be. But I was astonished yesterday when I said I felt like yesterday I knew less than I did two months ago when suddenly we have a range from 1,700 to 44,000 deaths with the target number 29,000. That's not keeping pace with what we're currently seeing. Right. 24 people died in Minnesota yesterday. That's horrible. It's tragic. People lost their loved ones. Their grandmas and grandpas and what have you. But 24. How do we get to 29,000? I... I I, I don't understand where the jump would go unless it's just to to not weed out, but just to it'll go into and, the senior citizens and they'll just keep dying. And like I said, it's a uh, we don't know that. Right. There are still many people who, who want me to believe Walls is in on something, uh, by which I gather they mean a national machinery intending to undo us. I continue to watch Walls carefully, uh, and I believe that he is not part of any national machinery that's intending to undo us. Uh, I I hope I'm right, and I I, I think I am. Uh, He's not... I think he's doing... What he has come to believe he must do as a member of the political class, which is more a reflection on how the political, on how politics has changed more so than how maybe Tim Walls has changed. But what about the people then that say he could be the guy, the one, the one leader, the one governor that zigs instead of zags? You know what I'm saying? He could be the one person that says, no, we're going to do things differently because I see such and such happening long term. Well, but yeah. because because he doesn't see that. His belief apparently would be that he doesn't see that. So he's he he loves the analogy of a dial, turning the dial either up or down. And last night he turned the dial down a bit. And he strikes me as perfectly willing to dial it down again. The problem is there are people saying you are not doing this fast enough. And he is sticking to his belief that this must be guided carefully and slowly uh certainly don't have to agree with him and you really can't say that minnesota is any better off than any other state when you look at the statistics but i'm prepared to believe it could have been a lot worse here had he not taken the initial steps i oh for sure that a fair is that a fair statement for sure it would have been it would have been for sure and just let's say he let's say last night he said, "Oh, the hell with it! I'm zigging. Everybody's zagging. I'm zigging. Everything's open. Everything's open as of this moment. Boom! Restaurants, bars, everything. Ball games. Yep. You name it. All everything. Right. Theaters, concerts. Everything's open. That still doesn't mean people are going to go. Yeah, that's right. true. Yeah, that's true. Let the market sort it out. Because mm-hmm. what are you guys going to do? Let's say that 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 did happen. Let's just poll the four of us. Because I probably would still be doing what I'm doing." Well, it's easy to do. Put yourself uh, in the in the 
shoes of Wisconsin people. I and like we said earlier, I certainly wouldn't go to any of those bars. No, I and probably wouldn't. Well, Walls well, said something about ten people, right? Yeah, nah, that's still too many for me. Well, start with this though. We're all lucky to be working. Let's just start with that. Oh, oh my goodness. So, yes. so now the question becomes: Okay, so all the lockdown orders are lifted. Well, we're already working, so that wouldn't be the first thing we'd rush back to. We're already working. We've been very, very lucky. Really lucky. Uh, so now it becomes, well, would I go to a restaurant? It's going to depend on the weather and my mood. Right. And where? You know, if I can sit outside somewhere and it's 80 degrees, uh, I'm probably going to go. And, Rook, if uh, if Joe does go out to eat, what's he going to have? Uh, he's going to have... Uh, a burnt steak that is charred <laughs> to a crisp, uh, crunchy, uh, beyond recognizable piece of meat. Oh, no, I probably have fish. A baked walleye that is so crispy and unrecognizable. Hail the flashlight king. Hail you. Hail you. During the 513 podcast, that would have been yesterday, you were visited by the Blue Jay of Happiness. And you provided your new avian friend with string for his nest. This will result in good karma. So you got that going for you. That's Didn't really the bluebird nice. of happiness fly up someone's nose in the old novelty song? I hope that's not what happens. That would not be positive. Be well, Bert. I'm telling you, I'm developing quite a relationship with these uh, birds. Mayor, thank you for reading my email last week regarding my closing of the cafe to convert to a food manufacturer to keep my business alive post-COVID-19. We have secured a location and should have products on shelves in four to six weeks if all goes well. The first products we hope to bring to market are smoked salt, spicy smoked almonds, and sweet and smoky cashews. If you send me a mailing address at the studio and send the GL staff some samples. Onward. In the email last week, I asked if you would grant me the title of GL Pitmaster. Although you read my email, you never responded if you would grant me that title. An official ruling on this could make a huge impact on the marketing on my products. By granting me this title, I can put from the GL Pitmaster on the back label of my products. This will not only uh, attract GLers to the product, it will help in getting my products into GL-friendly businesses. It would sure be nice to drive a few cases of my stuff down to Hugo a couple of times a month to stock up with Spencer. I also can't begin planning the GL Barbecue Contest with the title of Pit. I can't begin planning the contest without the title of Pitmaster. I truly miss planning charity events and would love to get the ball rolling uh, on an event for the fall for GLers to meet and greet and eat meat. Always pushing back Craig uh, up in Brainerd. He had the Chameleon Cafe. I think he's acting. I think he's asking, unfortunately, a legal question. Right. Uh, I, 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 well, I think uh, Garage Logic for sure is. It's trademarked by Hubbard. Correct. And I, Craig, that's above my pay grade to allow you to to use that on your products. I don't know what to tell him. What should I tell him? To call our superiors? And we'd run upstairs to, to check with the you. lawyers, but nobody's here <laughs> in the building. Yeah, nobody's yeah. in the building. Right. No, I Craig, think what you just Craig, said uh, for, is, is... For show purposes, Craig, yes, we're calling you the Garage Logic Pitmaster. As to whether you can literally apply labels to that to your products... I, on, I, whoa, whoa, but just hang on a second. You're, I have my you're, doubts. You're overlooking a, a very important piece of information to begin with what's that we're not just throwing out somebody's the gl pitmaster i mean there's other guys that might rival this guy we have to figure it out it can't just be i want to be the gl pitmaster well yeah you got it no he was the first ass though 
What are you saying? We should bring in a bunch of people for send interviews? Send you want to interview send people? Send us your brisket. Oh, I mean, no, I no, see no. the angle you're send, working. we got to taste test this stuff. <laughs> Earlier in the week, I came to the conclusion that I have lost or am losing faith in institutions. Uh, chief among them would be the Institution of Journalism. And I'll just give you another example uh, that helps arrest my case. Uh, CNN said yesterday it's featuring Greta Thunberg on a coronavirus panel uh, along with health experts. Yeah. In addition to Thunberg, the, net, the network's coronavirus facts and fears live town hall tonight will include former acting Centers for Disease Control Director Richard Besser and former Health and Human Services Secretary Kathleen Sibalu, as well as Anderson Cooper and Dr. Sanjay Gupta. And Thunberg uh, is uh, also invited to the panel. And so I immediately uh, discount this uh, town hall tonight. Is anything approaching an example of journalism? This is merely entertainment and pandering uh, to uh, to their audience. Well, it's a sideshow is what it's it just, is. It's just, it's just silly and uh, so disappointing. Uh, she doesn't even hasn't doesn't hasn't even graduated from high school, and now they're going to bring her on a coronavirus panel. How's she uh, to what it? to celebrate to celebrate the fact that uh, there's fewer cars on the road? I what? guarantee that's the angle. How yeah. is she getting there? Great question, Rook. Maybe it'll be by Skype or Zoom. Ah, I, I have no idea. I have no bleeping idea. Except I just find that so so disappointing. It's just amazing. Say. Uh, be a great weekend to get out to Schmelz if you make an appointment because they got that great deal going where it's on-site sales by appointment. And uh, obviously, they're keeping things clean and sanitized, and uh, it'll be protection for you and the staff to only do on-site sales by appointment. Uh, here's a couple of things you can do. This is Schmelz Countryside Volkswagen, Alfa Romeo, and Fiat on the, southeast, on the southeast quadrant of Highway 36 and 61 yeah. in Maplewood. Uh, go to the websites. There's three distinct websites with all of the information and inventory information. SchmelzVW.com, SchmelzFiat.com, SchmelzAlfaRomeo.com. Now get this. 2019 and 2020 VWs, 0% interest for 72 months with deferred payment of 120 days. This includes the all-new 2020 Atlas Cross Sport, VW's newest and most luxurious SUV. It's absolutely fantastic. Uh, uh, this is a one-generational dealership. They don't have 50 stores. We're in about the third generation. I went to school with John Schmelz. I know his son, Jonathan. This is a great, you're going to love the service. You're going to love the attention you get. And these are great prices on great automobiles. SchmelzVW.com, SchmelzAlfaRomeo.com, SchmelzFiat.com. Do your homework. Pick out what you want to try. Then make your on-site sales appointment. 651 243 Four three one six six five one two four three four three one six Schmelz Countryside VW Alfa Romeo and Fiat in Maplewood fifty nine sixty. Thank you. <laughs> Canopy cares as we go through these unprecedented times with COVID nineteen. At the Canopy Group, we remain open and one hundred percent ready to service our existing clients and to discuss options for new clients. In an effort to keep everyone safe, we have eliminated face-to-face -face meetings. We have also set up many Canopy employees to work from home in order to generate greater spacing within our office settings. At the Canopy Group, we realize every penny matters. 
we have encouraged our clients who are feeling financially stressed to contact their mortgage companies, utility providers, auto loan payment centers, and see what payment deferral options they provide. Many do. We also encourage everyone to reach out to the Canopy Group and see if additional savings can be experienced with their home and auto insurance. If you have ever wondered if you are paying too much, now is a good time to find out. On behalf of the Canopy Group, we ask you to be safe during these times and contact the Canopy Group at 800-967-3389 or visit thecanopygroup.com. You know why you're hearing this song today? Uh, I hope you're playing golf tomorrow. What? I hope you're playing golf tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. That was a why fun game. That why am I hearing that song today? Because you're not going to work tomorrow. That's why. Well, all of the GL staff needs a break from COVID-19, don't you know? Oh, was I didn't, I, did I miss this? What, what's going on? I've I've been taking a break every day, so I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm sitting in a parking lot in Long Lake after driving out to uh, talk to a uh, a woman uh, who's going to be part of a column I'm writing for Saturday, and we could have done it on the phone, but I said no, no, no I can't come out and see it. I'll just stand ten feet away. And, You're damn near going Scotland on us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am. I am. This poor Galloway. Well, she's in her 40s. Know what you mean. No. She's in her 40s, and she's got nine-year-old triplets. Oh, boy. There's a little chaos in the uh, bicycle uh, laying all over the place. And other. She, she needs to tidy things up a little bit. That's all I'd say. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Now, you know me. I, I, don't like, I don't like messy stuff. And boy, what, a, what chaos it was. Uh-huh. Uh, Long <laughs> Lake, you're out, uh, you're out west then, huh? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> I'm in the Red Rooster. I pulled into the Red Rooster Bar parking lot, but they're not open. But did no. you see my idea? I just came to me. Great idea. Dave, bars, curbside service. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah d- let's have curbside service at bars. What open did you say? Bottles. Open bottles. Drinks. Gin and tonic. <laughs> nice, frosty gin and tonic. So sit in your sit in your car and drink. <laughs> sit in your car and drink. And then what you, was go, you, you can get your gin and tonic, and then you can drive back to the end of the line and come back. And by the time you're done with the drink, you'll be ready for another one. This, this one, sounds, here's, that here's sounds like a recipe for disaster. His, his, <laughs> his tweet an hour ago. I just had a brainstorm for compromise on bars being open for Memorial Day weekend. Curbside service. You pull up. Order your drinks, tell server short, boring story, and drive back to the end of the line. <laughs> I think it'll work. I think it'll work, he says. The whole parking lot would become Dodgem cars. Oh, well, I don't know. You got to man. Memorial Day weekend, not having the bars open. That's not good, you know. Yeah. I went through treatment way back when in '81. Yeah, I was—I've told you this. I was supposed to get out on Friday, the Friday before Memorial Day. Yep. They said 
you know what? As a special bonus, <laughs> you can stay till Tuesday morning. <laughs> didn't trust me even after 28 days. Yeah, yeah. yeah they don't blame them. Right, you know. They yeah. probably <laughs> Pat, not a lot to report in the world of sports. No, we got the baseball thing going on, and everybody's bad at both sides, even though they have no idea what's going on. You know, they have no idea if uh, negotiations are possible, as people are reporting. Uh, uh, they have no idea if, if you know, it's just, uh, you know, a, a negotiation. But everybody, let's start playing. They want these guys to play for free. That's not it. So. No, and who's the pitcher who said he's not risking his life for that kind of pay? Blake uh, Snell. Yeah, Blake Snell. From the Tampa oh, Bay Rays. Yeah. yeah. And uh, who, uh, the other guy I saw, he's a red pitcher. I'm not doing a red pitcher. But, uh, I think oh, that's red. <laughs> I think Doolittle has uh, expressed uh, concerns. So, I, you know, I don't. The other big thing, of course. Here we go. Uh-huh. Here we go. Who, who's, no, no. Who's going to get, where are you going to get the play? I mean, what states are going to let you play and what states aren't? Florida is welcoming everyone to come down there and play. Arizona is welcoming everybody. Texas is welcoming everybody. Reavers, does this mean we can play town ball what he said yesterday or not? I have been asked that question about a dozen times. And I actually, I'm glad you asked, Pat, because I have a great town ball story that I'd we love don't to want to hear a town ball story. Here we go. We, we, we have been told not yet. That's that's my understanding. So, But uh, I got to think if they're going to open the bars on May 1st, you can start baseball. I, I think so, too, and I'm really hopeful that that is the case. But I, I'm still because mad that they canceled Legion Ball already. That was town ball is just a big bar anyway. So exactly. <laughs> Open them up. Let's go. Let's go Mets. Come on. Yeah, that's true. But, uh, yeah, you're right. What do you think of golf? With the, why don't we let 5,000 people on a golf course if we're going to play golf, too? Tell them to spread out, Joe. Why not that? They are. They're but they're not going to let anybody on at first. What are you talking you know, about? When the when the PGA Tour starts, uh, oh, that's a tour starts in uh, what end of June. They're not going to let. They've already said they're not letting people on, right? Yeah, no fans. No fans. Yeah. Yep. Tell them You know, tell them not to stand on anybody's toes. Oh, that's impossible. You can't. What? Because you can't trust people. Is that what you're saying? Right. I actually right. want all 5,000 people to stand 10 feet apart so that way in unison they can all scream, get in the hole at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Hey, I got it. Can I offer my theory? Here we on go. What Governor Tim did yesterday? Yes. I, my theory is he found out by all the, the um, things that they're uh, seeing from the population that people have stopped listening. And they're stopped. Yeah. They're no longer they're no longer paying attention, and you figure you better loosen things up. Absolutely, people are, not, people are not paying attention anymore. It's, we're we're worn out by it, and we're gonna uh, we've realized that uh, if you're gonna tell us we're still a month away from peak after we did all this, then uh, we're just gonna start living our lives here. So that's my theory. It's not a bad theory, and uh, quite impressive death numbers, too, that are a little stunning. As many as 29,000, which doesn't seem to be statistically on pace with what's happening right now. No, it doesn't, and wasn't, but wasn't it going to be 
75 at one time or something? Weren't they telling us some huge number, some much larger number than that? Or I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what to say, Pat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I can't, uh, I can't understand it anymore. What I, uh, was the, uh, Hill Street Blues greatest, uh, top show ever? Hill Street Blues? What maybe. Did, uh, what, what did the guy say every time he sent him out there? Be careful out there. Right? Be careful out there. Yeah. That's yeah. basically what the governor should get up there. So be careful out there. And what yep. did uh, Axel Folia was say, rookie? No, that was Beverly Barney Hills Miller. Oh, that was that's Barney what Miller. Was. That's what it was. <laughs> fish. <laughs> what did Fish say? Fish should always you know, tell those guys stuff funny. He kept them loose in the room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. If, if he hadn't been 90, he would have been Yep. That's fantastic. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, Pat, you'll you'll uh, you'll appreciate the fact that rookie was back uh, for this show the one day this week, and he's made it his mission to drive the mayor crazy the entire time he's been here. But we do yes, we do have a new feature on Twitter, Patrick. On my Twitter account, uh, we are going to follow some of my dad's sayings on Facebook. <laughs> He has five followers, but when he says something, he thinks it's going out to the whole world. And on May 2nd, he, he, uh, he asked at 10.09 p.m., where can I get a fryer cookbook? <laughs> so I'm going to take random uh, oh. Facebook posts and put them on my Twitter account. So the, uh, the place where I have my condo, they have next door for sale. It's a, like an in, you know, if you're... If you live there or you got a place there, you can comment on next door for sale. And it's basically a bunch of old biddies trying to save five bucks. <laughs> Does anybody know where I could get a better deal? Uh, yeah. <laughs> kind of like a moving Gareth Hebert doll. <laughs> basically, never paid for the gas or anything in his entire life. He's right yeah. a. Somebody get him a refrigerator. They get a cow out of the deal. Yeah. Pat, we're going to let you go. Yeah, you got to go, man. Like, no, you no. Know, you, I think it's very genius of you to land the staff to get away from COVID. Yeah. Thank you, Pat. All right, guys. You know yeah. what I think? You, uh, you know, I think guys, he was. Uh, I think he was wearing a mask. Uh, didn't sound. You guys have? <laughs> do you? And when I, I said you're going time. Scotland on us, he had no idea what you're I meant. Right. No, went, I, yeah. I have a hard. I can't pay attention when he, when it it's like that. I find my mind drifting. Oh boy! <laughs> and I was I was going to ask him because. I thought of him last weekend, and I know GLers are thinking about it. And if you are GLers, uh, log on to dkmags.com because I've been hearing a lot of shooting uh, out to the country back home, and I can't help but wonder if some of those shots are new sh- uh, shooters dusting clay pigeons. Uh, really, there's nothing more fun or actually humiliating, depending on how your luck that is that day. And I was going to ask Royce if he had ever had a notion to uh, pick up the old 410 and do some shooting. Uh, if you have a notion... Take your questions, all your intentions, and everything to dkmags.com. They're on the old I Really, Patrick? That's what I thought. 
Okay, good. <laughs> That's exactly what it sounded like. Hey, Pat. Hey, Pat, it sounds like you're going Scotland. Well, Roycey, you like driving around. Why don't you drive up to Old Eight and New Brighton or even, oh, I know, even further away, Monticello, Pond and Gun, they'll set you up. They'll set you in the right direction, no matter what you're thinking or, or saying for that matter. And Roycey, and Roycey, if you ever, if you've ever been thinking about carry firearms or home protection, uh, range guns or even plinkers, you know, fun of the fun of the firearms. You don't have to, you don't have to go elsewhere for ammo oh. and accessories, Roycey. Oh my goodness! If you. <laughs> If you're, thinking, <laughs> if you're thinking about getting back into Good shooting luck, sports, man. Uh, go ahead. Stop into DK Megs in New Brighton or Monticello Pond and Gun. A couple of tremendous guns. <laughs> Wait a second. There are... Yeah, finish, Kenny. i got to ask Pat a question. A couple, <laughs> a couple of tremendous gun shops. Uh, go to DKMegs.com, Roycey. Oh, my word. Hey, Pat, when you were talking to us on the show, were you slumped in the seat? Oh, yeah, I got a little back a little bit and pushed the guy's seat back a little bit. The head was right up above the head. Sitting right in lumbar, right up my ass. Sitting right over my uh, little ass over there. Oh, my God. That's what I thought because you, you sounded terribly relaxed. Uh, I was uh, slumping. <laughs> I was getting in slumping. What? Yes, sir. Yes, laugh and say yes. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, yes sir. sir. Yes, sir. We better come back with an early version of the scramble. Thank God today is Thursday. Thursday. Happy Thursday. Scramble! Darn right it is, and it's brought to us by our good friends at Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. They have two locations in South Minneapolis at Hiawatha and 42nd, and in White Bear Lake at Highway 61 and 4th Street. Also available through their app online. You can shop online and have the beer or whatever you want delivered right to your door. You do need to be inside the 694-494 loop for that delivery, and it's a flat fee of $5.99. You usually have it delivered within the hour. This ain't next day nonsense. It's within the hour. I've done it. Kenny's done it. Rook, I'm going to get you to start doing it next. Hell yeah, I'm within the loop. But uh, get that app. Just search Elevated Beer in your app store, and then you can have it delivered. Well, place of business, wherever you want. You can have it delivered right to your door. It's fantastic. Like 20, 20 minutes to my house. Yeah. quick. And uh, when, I know when you... Um, uh, shop at the Minneapolis store, or maybe have it shipped to Hubbard Broadcasting. It takes about 38 minutes. It's, uh, it's actually pretty slick. Pretty slick deal. Tim notes for Positive Thursday, beer lovers are not dumb, even though some may occasionally deserve coins in the scan bucket. <laughs> Most consumers understand Corona the brand has nothing to do with Corona the virus. Constellation brand CEO Bill Newlands 
told Yahoo Finance. Our customers, our consumers are very comfortable with the brand and the results speak for themselves. Recent data show our Corona brand is up over 20%, so very strong performance. It was earlier this year that Twitter erupted with memes of Corona the beer and the coronavirus. At the same time, online searches for Corona beer virus reportedly spiked. That doesn't appear to have had any financial impact on Corona beer sales, according to Newlands. Bottom line, Corona beer sales are surging while Twitter is losing its influence over morons. What could be more positive than that? Wow. Boom, 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 boom. Isn't Ooh. that the truth? Yes. Isn't that the truth? Yeah. <clears throat> uh, what was I just going to tell you? Uh, Corona beer. We're all thirsty. Yeah. Um, no, I did want to tell you one more time to uh, to remember that uh, EcoFund Motorsports, however they are following the uh, governor's orders, they can still make it happen for you. You can either make an appointment to be there in person, or you can do a deal for your Bintelli e-bike, your Yamaha e-bike, your scooters over the phone. Tim uh, Bloom uh, will deliver it free in the Twin Cities area, and they're continuing to offer GLers preseason sale prices while in lockdown, and as I say, free delivery in the Twin Cities area. Uh, let's face it, no matter what happens in the next goober notorial announcement there's going to be a lot of social distancing ahead of us this summer and you'll uh, you'll enjoy it more on a bentelli e-bike with five levels of assist go to go to uh, motorsports.com search the inter, uh, search the inventory decide what most intrigues you call them up do your deal they'll deliver it to your house and there'll only be a little bit of paperwork left and you can uh, you can you can tie a piece of paper to a rock or a basketball roll it down the driveway they they can sign it then roll it back up and you sign it and you never have to touch a thing and, and there's your brand new there's your brand new bike ecofundmotorsports.com ecofundmotorsports in downtown forest lake has it occurred to you that if a uh, if, if flatulence can get through your butt, through your drawers, yep. and through your jeans, what makes us think a mask can stop a virus? Hmm. That well, is very a, pensive. That's a dark way to end the show. Eh. Hold on, Rook, let's try. No, no, no. Okay, wait. Ooh. We're sitting close to each is other. Is this Joe's chair? Yep. Ooh. All right. Oh, not yet. Not, nope. I know. That's the tuba. Flute. There we go. <laughs> you like know a what? Concert. It's like a concert in my... Well, you know what? And please, for, for the for we always get new listeners, get new you know, listeners and they uh, they always lo- want to hear, and even some of the ones that already know the story. Please, please uh, tell us the story of you being honored um, at your high school and your brother sitting next to you, because I uh, I always truly enjoy that story very much. Uh, it was about three years ago, and it was really quite an honor. I yeah. I got named to the Hill High School, whatever they call it, alumni hall of hall, fame. Of, hall of Fame or yeah, whatever, and. Yeah. and uh, <laughs> I was in there with people who had really accomplished things. Uh, one woman in her 40s had become a philanthropist, for God's sakes. Wow. Another, another guy owned half the oil in America. And mm. Other people were uh, <laughs> you know, had, flown there, yeah. had flown there on their private jets. And uh, sure. my brother leans over to me after this woman made her testimonial about her becoming a philanthropist after having done so well. He said, didn't you just get a new fart button there on the radio? <laughs> 
Kind of brings you right down to earth. It really it? does, Rocky. It really does. Is this the same brother that was urging you to, to look up uh, kitty whiskers on for the uh, biscuit whiskers? Biscuit whiskers. Biscuit whiskers. <laughs> you yeah. got I, sucked into it. It just kills me. Rock, I told you that story. Oh yeah. Yeah, I yeah, love it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What was the band? Uh, tragically, tragically hip. Tragically hip. Yeah. Biscuit, was it biscuit whisker? <laughs> biscuit whiskers. I spent twenty minutes trying to find it. <laughs> and Where then another even one. Come up with that. Oh. Just making it up. He's, and he's saying just to his ran, family, <laughs> he's saying to his family, "Watch this moron respond now that he can't." But find it's it. just oh random words. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, Kenny, yeah. think about it. We've only been doing this for a number of years. He spent his entire life, life messing yeah. with no Joe. Wonder, yeah. No wonder he's so good. <laughs> oh yeah. That's just like Johnny too, knowing. Full well uh, by asking you this question um, around Christmas time. He came into the studio and says, "Do you want to? It's Friday night. Do you want to come over tonight for some sandwiches and to look at the village?" And Joe's response, I, I'm sorry to say, it was not the, not broadcast worthy. But it's just he knew right then he was just gonna audio punch in the face to look, look at the village. the village and have some sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, a oh. lot of times he would say, you want to come out and uh, go to choir practice with me? Sure. Yeah, yeah, I'll be right there. Or the, you. Or the time he asked, do you want to join the YMCA with him? Yeah. I wouldn't join the YMCA. You walking around with your <laughs> diaper on. Oh. Yes. Oh, Lord. Oh, stop it. Oh, oh Lord. I'm having a heart just... attack. Oh. Oh, I'm no, coming, we need Ruth. You back on here. Oh. Just light up another one. You'll be fine. You'll yeah. be fine. Oh, I got one going. <laughs> oh. You're just like my mother. She calls me and says, I can't breathe. You're having a heater. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Oh. Let's get oh. outside, boys. It looks gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. So? yeah. Sure. The headwater cam. i got cam. a project. Uh, i got a big project out in the garage. Rookie got the headwater cam back up on here. I, uh, Gorgeous day. I want to mention uh, my friends over at Fred Loney's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores. My son Matthew cut his teeth with his first gig nice. at Fred Loney's on Grand, and he put together grills. He was a grill assembly, which you get your grill assembled for free. And they have very no-contact delivery. Check it out with Fratelloni's. They'll recycle your old one, too. They'll take your old one. It's a full... You don't have to do anything but sit there, but you got to make the call. Call Fratelloni's today and ask them for the rookie special on the grill. Twenty <laughs> percent. Have a good weekend, GLers. Goodbye. Nice See you, bros. i got to get an air fryer cookbook. Yeah. <laughs>